It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The six one eight high school huddle is proud, as always, to be sponsored by Chick-fil-A out of Fairview Heights, Illinois. That's the Holmes family. Dave Holmes is the restaurant operator, and I believe he's got both of his boys involved in, in, in some things there. And it's, a, it's an awesome location. And what, I, I, what makes this place so special to us is what they do for high school sports and also for high schools in general. We had Chick-fil-A today at our school. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that, that we're doing this tonight, and we had the we had Chick-fil-A today, and it was Chick-fil-A from Fairview Heights. So I, I appreciate the fact. It, it's closer probably to go to a different location. Like South County. Like South County. But because of the way Dave runs his, runs the show there, and because he's so generous with, with uh, local schools, uh, he's he, he puts his name behind our show, and we appreciate it very much. They are located right in Fairview Heights. It's, it's extremely easy to find, right? 6203 North Illinois Street in Fairview Heights, right by, the, right by the Target and all that stuff on that side of the street. And if you want to give them a call, if you have questions about catering or something like that, you can, you can always give them a holler at 618-397-2200. The only day they won't answer the phone is Sunday because mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A uh, cares about families, and I like the way they do that. Chick-fil-A in Fairview Heights a proud corporate sponsor of the 618 High School Huddle. The 618 High School Huddle is proud to announce our continuing relationship with Mandy McGuire. One day, Mandy. I I wanted to leave it at just we have a relationship. Oh, okay. Heck with Josh. <laughs> I'm not that important. <laughs> Uh, but no, Manny McGuire, the Manny McGuire group, part of the Keller Williams family. And here's the deal. We made, we used to joke that Manny could sell a house in one day. I didn't know we were going to get to a place where you really can sell a house in one day. Right. And what a great time to, to sell a house. Uh, you know, these, these places are, are loving the inventory and at, at Mandy's, what makes Mandy's place so special is that extra touch. She knows how exactly her staff knows how to stage a house, knows what, what, what people are looking for today. She's up on the latest trends. She writes blogs. She's got testimonials galore. And she's more than just a home expert. She's an area expert. So she can help guide you if you're not from this area and you've moved in, you're looking to move into the area because of a job transfer or something. She can talk about the best schools and the best places to live where the cost of living might be to your advantage. 
so in other words, not in Illinois. Right. And uh, I'm kidding, of course. I wouldn't want to do anything to, to say anything disparaging there. But uh, Manny McGuire Group, they're just an absolutely awesome group of people. Uh, I, I be, I'll be honest with you. If I love what I do for a living, but I think if I didn't work as a teacher and as a coach, I think I'd want to work there. I don't want to sell houses. Oh. It just looks like they're always having fun. Yeah. And I could be like, I think maybe she should hire me as the fund director. Is, do, do, does Keller Williams need a fund director? They might. need to talk to her. Hey, how about you just give them a call, 618-558-1350, located right there on North Main Street in Columbia, Illinois. Mandy McGuire, she is the everything when it comes to real estate in this area. I would argue that she's a real estate queen. Can we say that? We can say that. All right. Well, I'm going to say that. Check out Mandy McGuire and the Mandy McGuire Group for all of your home buying and home selling needs. We've got a couple of new sponsors this this year that we're very excited about. Of course, you hopefully tuned in in November to listen to our episode with Jennifer Kreps and her husband, Denny, who wanted to start a something that wasn't just a pet sitting service. Mm-hmm. They wanted a full service place that where you feel comfortable about leaving your dogs for the day. And the fact is we know that a lot of people are more concerned about their dogs than they are anything else in the world, especially if their kids have gone. I know that as, as my kids have left the house, um, Kane becomes a little more important to us every day. And actually in my world, he was more important to me from the beginning. Um, you know, I mean, he's cheap. Yeah. Bag of dog food. Right. And that's about it. You know, toys and away the, we go. the rest of the kids haven't been quite that cheap. But anyway, Critter Care was established in June of 2009. So they've been around for a while and they wanted it to be not a pet sitting business, but a pet caring company. That's the foundation that they built on. That's their focus. And they know that you have a lot of choices that you could make when it comes to pet sitting. I mean, some people choose just not to use a pet sitter because maybe they've had a bad experience. Here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. Take your dog one day. If you haven't ever done it, take your dog one day to Critter Care and see how they are when they come back home and see how much more social they they can be. Uh, Just an unbelievable job they do there of of vetting. You don't have to worry about your dog going there, getting into a fight now that my dog's not there. And uh, the dogs, uh, they just all play so well together. They have an unbelievable staff. And what I love about it is it's a staff rooted in baseball. That's right. Because it's not just A.J. Thompson, who has a very deep baseball knowledge, but Leah Devaney works there. Interesting. That last name ring a bell? Yes, it does. Former outstanding baseball coach at Dupo, who took Dupo to their first state tournament ever uh, back in 90. Yeah, something I think like 90, that. Yeah. finished second. Yep. And uh, it was interesting that a lot of those guys, on matter of fact, one of the guys off that team has a daughter at our school now. Oh, really? Cliff, Cliff Tyser. Oh, Cliff yeah. Tyser's daughter uh, goes to goes to Jabot. And uh, anyway, the they it, they're they're all about the community, and they're all about taking great care of your pet. And it, you should go check out this website. It's incredible. They have a live chat thing that you can chat with them right there on the on the spot. Yeah. Um, they've got all sorts of reviews. You can book 
there's a client portal that you can go into, and you mm-hmm. can book services yep. through there. It, it's we've done it. It's stuff that you just can't. Yeah, you've used it as recently mm-hmm. as today. Yeah. So Critter Cares Holiday Inn, just a, a, an absolutely awesome place. Let me talk tell you about how to get in touch with them. First of all, they're located on Summer Road, right there, right here in Columbia, Illinois, and right next to another one of our new sponsors, which right. we'll talk about in just a minute. It's a great little spot there. You can reach out to them via email at info at crittercare4u.com or info at kkholidayin.com. Make sure it's Holiday Inn. And they've got a couple of different phone numbers for Critter Care, 314-717-1738, extension 1. And for the Holiday Inn, it's extension 2. If you're not sure which one you want, all you got to do is call them up and they'll put you in touch with the right people. It's an amazing place. And I think we'll probably hear from Denny Kreps again here very soon. I hope so. I think that's definitely going to be happening. Critter Care's Holiday Inn, uh, very, very proud. One-time world's heavyweight champion, Danny Pounders, here. And when the pound man puts his name on something, you know it's the very best. So anytime you see that 618 high school huddle scroll across your marquee, just remember, you're listening to the number one podcast in all the world. Welcome to the 618 high school huddle, hosted by Jim Thompson, Scott Warren, and A.J. Thompson. And as you just heard, we are proud to announce that this is the number one podcast in all the land. No, no, it's not. Shut up, man. It sounds better when I say it this way. The number one podcast in all the land. Nope, not even close. Shut up, man. The number one podcast is the 618 High School Huddle, and here we go. Not even in the top 100,000. Hey, hearty welcome to the 618 High School Huddle. We'll call this uh, D-Day Plus 7. <laughs> uh, first of all, alongside Scott Warren, I'm Jim Thompson. Uh, we're going to be with you for the next 40, 45 minutes or so. Talking a little bit about what's going on in the area. Uh, I think first of all, I'd like to thank, we'd both like to thank everybody for their unbelievable support for the last episode. The revenue generated from that has uh, made me whole for the year. Oh, that's good Thank thing. you very much. Uh, but anyway, and uh, we even got a couple of, we got a Venmo from one of our buddies. We did. Cool. That's, that's funny. So uh, very, very good stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Lots of great feedback and uh, no negative feedback, which has me a little concerned <laughs> that we didn't go maybe deep enough. But uh, anyway, hope you all enjoyed that. Apparently, you either really enjoyed it or really hated it. Either way, uh, kind of glad, glad we had you along. And, right. and definitely our sponsors are, are glad as well. And uh, we, we purposely didn't include them last, last week, and this week we'll be back at it with them. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Football week six. Hard to believe. Is, is through, which I, I kind of distinctly remember you and I talking about two weeks ago saying, holy cow, a third of the season was over. Mm-hmm. Now two-thirds of it's over. Right. And we have quite a few teams that are playoff, at least playoff eligible. And it's I, to me, 
I saw somebody has already uh, somebody tweeted out today that if if you know if the playoffs started today, they already had matchups. I don't understand. I mean, and these guys have figured it out. There must be a algorithm because that one guy, you know, Susie predicts it almost dead nuts every year. And this guy already has three of the MVC teams, Highland Triad and Mascuda, and their first round opponents. If the if it started today, right? So I guess maybe we don't have as clear of an understanding as others. I thought it was really a crapshoot until the night, the day of the pairings, right? The, the, the night the teams are announced, yeah, and and that. It, I, but apparently there's some geographical formula now because yeah I have to I don't I, yeah I have to re- see somebody's I, got too much free time is what it boils down to I suppose that's part of it but I I am I you know I will say this about the season um, I think yeah. all right so I was going to ask you who you thought the best team in the area is not named East St Louis. Um, because we just can't count them. No, I think that's that's okay. That's fair. I oh boy, there's. I mean, I I think there's a a clear for me. There's a clear there's a clear line as, in my eyes. But I'd like to see. Well, I, I I think there's um, I think there's a handful that um, and some surprising, but there's a handful that have um. Mm-hmm have stepped forward you know we, we were talking before we started recording collinsville's having another good year um and you look at their history of their program not very good no um i don't i don't know if they've ever qualified for the playoffs they, didn't they just last year um, right yeah. which was which yeah. would have been their first time in school history so i i enjoy seeing schools like that have yeah. success that haven't that that haven't had them that's one for me mm-hmm. um Great story, you, you for know, sure. Right, and 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 we watched both Edwardsville and foul and those are two mm. those are two good teams. Agreed. Um, Highlands having a really great great year, even though they have the one blemish in a, in a really back and forth game with Edwardsville. So that, right, so for know, me, to me, there's that it starts and stops there. Yeah, that's the end. I mean, I I think I think they're um, they're unchallenged. They're going to the be part. they're going to be really really tough to beat come later in this month when when the playoffs start i i think they're just having i think they're just nobody can seem to stay even in the ballpark with them right now they are so good yeah they're 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 waxing team their offense is is on another planet. i'm pulling it up right now um their offense is on another planet um you the I the way I see it, yeah, they're they're not they they're not six and zero, right? They're five and one. But listen to these scores. They opened the season fifty four to ten over uh, Washington, Illinois, playoff team usually. Then they beat Marion fifty five fourteen. I'm sorry, they lose to Edwardsville thirty one twenty eight at Edwardsville. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Then they beat Marion fifty five fourteen. Jerseyville sixty one nineteen. Triad thirty five nothing. Like they weren't even there, right. and then sixty-five nothing over Civic, who's having just an abysmal season. So, um, Highland, uh, we're going to find a lot about 
uh, their next opponent too, because their next opponent, they come down here and play Waterloo Friday night. Mm -hmm. And it'd be interesting to see the battle of the Bulldogs. What happens there? Uh, I, this, this is going to be a big game for, for Waterloo to, to establish the legitimacy of their season. Let's face it. Losing to Columbia was, was a heartbreaker and that kills you, but turning around and just giving it to Mascuda was where they established that they're going to be at least to be heard from. But to me, you got to get one of the next two. You got to get Mascuda or Triad, don't you? Highlander Triad, you mean? I mean, Highlander Triad, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, and, and if I'm them, I'm like, yeah, we may have to put our focus on Triad. I just don't know if Highland can be stopped. No. So looking forward to next week, we'll see. Uh, where that leads, where that leads. But to me, Highland is the best team in the area. And you say, well, how could they be better than Edwardsville? Well, because, you know, we watched Edwardsville get beat, right? Mm-hmm. And we also know that they had absolutely – they're not going to have anything or have had played East St. Louis. They got – I know Fallon got destroyed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, think they've played yet. Uh, here, I'll look it up. Well, right. but here's the thing. You're talking about the difference. Yeah, they play in, St. Louis in two weeks. You're talking about the difference in enrollment being three or four times, so depending. That, that's my point. Yeah, is, exactly. Is, so, so I'm kind of I'm, – I'm taking that into consideration. And I give Highland all the credit in the world for taking that game. I, and I, you almost have to give a little bit of credit to Edwardsville sure. because, you know, typically big schools like that, there's nothing to gain there. Matter of fact, they're finding out right now as we're talking. And kind of, I'm not saying we're downgrading Edwardsville. That's a very good football team. But they took a loss that night. Mm -hmm. Well, they won 31-28. And and the purists will say, all you got to do is score one more than your opponent. Yeah. I understand that. It's still pretty impressive when a school the size of Highland goes on the road early in the season and and is is a couple of plays away from Gives you all you want. Ooh, buddy. I would would suggest that I'm assuming it's a two-year deal. I think they played last year. And then again this year, I don't right. know that that'll get renewed if you're Edwardsville. Yeah, I think if you're Edwardsville, although it's it's a short travel, you know, for both teams, right. so that's a good thing. But holy cow! So it'll be interesting to see where where things end up. I I think last year uh, I kind of went back and looked at some notes, and we we started kind of pontificating about the playoffs after week seven. Mm-hmm. So that would be this week. Yeah. And I would say on that next show, we should have a better idea. But to the teams that have already got that fifth win, it does appear somewhat unlikely now, based on what I've seen and heard. <coughs> Excuse me, COVID. <laughs> um, oh, wait, can I say that? Oh, yeah, that's right. I can. I can do whatever I want yeah. now. Uh, but I, I, they're basically, what I'm hearing from up north is that uh, five five's going to be pretty solid this year. Five wins is going to probably do it. I don't know what they base again. Right. I don't know how they figure that out. So um, the but the, the I also went back and kind of looked at some old tweets and a lot of the big playoff prognostications begin after week seven. That's when Susie starts bringing out he'll he'll start announcing probably this week that there are three hundred and seventy seven teams still playoff eligible. Yeah. Right. And then next week... Uh, he starts narrowing them down. Yeah, I, guess, I think that's kind of how he does. Or no, maybe it's the other way around, that there are like 87 teams that have hit five wins or whatever it is. Right. And uh, so it's probably more than that. But uh, it'd be interesting to see and uh, anxious to get back out on the road and see some games. Soccer obviously going very, very big. I know that's not your 
cup of tea. It's not really mine as much uh, as it has been in the past, but it does look like it's the typical story in the Southwest Conference. It's kind of Edwardsville, Collinsville. Mm-hmm. Um, they both look very, very good. Beville East has had an outstanding season, lost a tough one the other night, but they've had a very good season. That looks like going to be – if we're going to have a 3A team, it's going to be one of those three mm-hmm. most likely. Um, in 1A, I, I guess they'll play the rest of the season. I don't know why because there's nobody, in my opinion, that's got anything for Altoff. Yeah. They went to Iowa this weekend and beat teams they shouldn't be beating. Um, and I don't know what that means when you say, well, they're beating teams they shouldn't be beating. I'm just saying they, they, they're, they seem to be at a level that nobody else in this area right now is at. Uh, so that seems to be pretty well settled where we seem to have this, you know, maybe some opening and some wiggle room is in 2A. You know, in the past years we've had Triad that's been very good. Waterloo's been uh, decent. And this year um, it's, it's more, I think it's a little more wide open. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, volleyball wise, it's kind of the same story as it's been for, uh, I guess ages. O'Fallon is really good again. They just won the Beverly's tournament this weekend, which I think is kind of a, a great measure of where you're at. Yeah. Uh, when you look at the schools that participate in that thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for example, Jabot goes into that thing with four losses. I think they were 14 and four. In less than 24 hours, they were 14 and nine. Lost all five. Yep. Now, I don't, you know, maybe they shouldn't be in that thing. I, that's well, awful, that would be my argument. That's but, awfully tough yeah. when you got to play Bevel West, Corey Zoo. Yeah. Obviously, you see Columbia again, but uh, yeah, a, I, lot, a lot of the big dogs from, yeah, that's one thing that people don't know. A lot of the big dogs from across the river come over and play in that. Absolutely, as well. they yeah. do. And uh, uh, so it's going to be kind of interesting uh, to see. I think again, almost kind of like the same thing in the, in soccer. It you know in two A, I think it's a little more open this year than it's been in the past because modern day doesn't seem to be dominating the way they have in the past. Right? They seem to be kind of on the same level, obviously with Central. And I don't think you have to take too far of a leap to get to Columbia, who's having an awfully good season too. So, a good season, not a great season. Muscuta. Awfully good season as well. Mm-hmm. Now they, I think they were at Riverton or maybe Rochester this weekend. Okay, and only could manage a third. You know, so uh, there's there's going to be a lot of teams uh, that have had some success early, just like every other sport, with the exception of maybe basketball and and I, I think baseball can can be included in that. There is such a disparity between the haves and the have-nots. We were looking just for fun before the show at what we think is part of the Kokia Conference in volleyball. Right. We're assuming it's the small school side. And Valmeyer leads that that conference at 16-6. and six. That's the only team with a winning record. So is, is Carlisle not part of that? Because they're having a real good year, too. I guess they aren't. Which I don't understand why. I, I they I don't think they were we, – we sure – I'm sure we would have listed them. Because they're, they're state ranked, or they were – with good reason. Right, Although sure. I thought they had a really kind of bizarre loss right after they kind of right after they sort of burst onto the scene. Uh, let me pull them up real quick. Um, we said, do, yeah, because New Athens was in that side, right? Yeah. Yeah, here's Carlisle. Um, 
Let's see what they've got listed. Yeah, so they're fourteen and three. Oh, the loss that they took that the, they've got they got smoked in two by Valmar. Well, that's interesting. Uh 25-20. That happened on the twenty seventh. Last week. Last week, right? And then their other losses are pretty bad one to Nashville about two weeks ago. And uh, then they lost a three set to South Central. Don't know anything. You know, that's up there in Farina. I don't know a whole lot about them. But let's see if it posts anything for league standing. But they should be in that in that uh, small school division. Well, they aren't. They're in – so they're – I guess there's maybe three. So here's what it says for them. And and you guys, if you know the answer to this stuff and you want to shoot us an email, well, the, the HSHuddle618 at gmail.com. Right, went haywire here the last couple of years with, with what they've done. So. Well, here's what it lists. Carlisle is in first place, but they're in with Oakville at 14 and 8. Westland, 10 and 6. Then you've got Sparta, Steelville, Chester, Greenville, and Redbud. Okay, so they 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 did it by geography, basically for the most part. But Redbud, you would think, would be in with Valmar, Dupo, Lebanon, etc. That doesn't make any. But those sense. are all. But these are all schools, with the exception, I think, of Oakville. These are all schools that are bigger than Valmar, bigger than Dupo. Bigger than who else was on that list? Uh, Lebanon definitely bigger than yeah. Lebanon. So I think. So you think? So you think it's a size thing? I do. Um, okay. Let me let me check something else out here. So then what that what so then that bears the question. Where's what's Freeburg in? Well, that's got to be Salem, Columbia, Bree Central. Well, um, let's look it up. Here you go: Freeburg, Columbia, Bree Central, Roxana, Wood River, and Salem. Same as same as football. Basically. Same as football. So there are three divisions in the Cahokia Conference Nonsense. in volleyball. Nonsense. Consisting of one, two, three, four, five, six. Um consisting of what did I say, six? Yeah. And then seven. What's six plus seven? Uh, 13? Thirteen, yes. Okay, don't make fun of me. <laughs> I heard you up there. Um, and then, uh, then we got this group we got here. Another six, I think. I thought it was seven. Oh, is it? I think it's seven. Goodness. Um, this could be a twenty-team uh, conference total oh, overall. On. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Eight. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Carlisle, Oakville, Westland, Sparta. Greenville, sorry, Carlisle, Oakville, Westland, Sparta, Steelville, Chester, Greenville, Redbud. That's eight. Gosh, so that's 21. 21 teams. Holy. So I wonder then, is that the basketball? Is that the basketball conference? That would be my guess. Okay, so that makes a little more sense when you think about Oakville joining. Because I'm like, you know, in volleyball, although what Deb Frederick and her husband Brian have done with that program that started seven, I think seven years ago, and now they're 
14 and four or whatever they are. They're having a heck of a year, but I thought if they're going to join the Coca conference and you're going to put them in with Dupo and new Athens and what's going to happen in basketball season. I was like, there's just no way that's going to work. Mm-hmm. So this is at least explains where Oakville fits in. And I would put Oakville in with West Glenn and Carlisle when it comes to basketball, that group, but they've also knocked heads and, and won against Breeze Central and Freeburg. And we watched them beat Columbia a few years ago down here. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. It's, it's interesting. So I guess the moral of the story is get out and support your local teams. And if you see an amazing player, uh, get, give us uh give us a little bit of a heads up last year. Uh, I will say this. We do. We have a lot more support. It seems like this year, more followers and stuff, but we're not getting as much information. Like last year, I felt like we got, Hey, you might want to take a look at so-and-so like the only kid that I've had really been exposed to me this year is the kid from Hannibal, Missouri, that we still need to see at some point in the next two years. This yeah. Aeneas Williams. Um, but I, there, we don't seem to have that breakout. Okay, last year we had Chase Hansen, obviously at Mascuda. Season came to a, a horrible end, but he was must-see TV. Mm-hmm. And then you also had Luther Burden at East St. Louis, mm-hmm. who every time he touched the ball, something magic happened. Well, I don't know. I don't feel like those guys, we have those guys this year. Am I missing something? Like, I haven't seen I, the Davis kid at Waterloo having a heck of a year, but I don't. I don't think I've heard much about the. We, do we have a thousand yard rusher yet? Mm, I, I don't know what we'll to look at the through numbers. six. I know you you end up doing um, that tomorrow or Tuesday, but through six games, shouldn't we have a thousand yard rusher? A lot of times we do. I mean, that's only I don't, I don't what's that we'll, one hundred twenty five a game? Yeah, I don't think we'll have. I don't think we'll have. One. Vaguely might be close. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that we'll have one through huh. six. So that's my point. Are we missing something? Is there players out there that we're missing, or is it just do we not have that breakout five-star, four-star guy? Right. And this is by no means a disrespect to anybody. It's it's more of a lack of knowledge. And we've tried, I think, this year. We've So we've seen <coughs> – excuse me, COVID. <laughs> we've seen, you know, uh, everything from modern day – all the way to Edwardsville. Mm-hmm. We've seen big schools, small schools. And I haven't seen that player like as Napavanis a few years ago. When we watched that kid the first time, we both looked at ourselves and said, holy cow, this kid's really special. Now, I don't think we thought we were going to see him playing at Notre Dame. Right. But we knew for a high school, small school, high school kid, this is about as good as it gets. That kid was really special. And there's been countless guys like that. We could Every year you could name a few. I'm having trouble this year. Yeah. So if you know of somebody out there, please uh, give us a holler. Um, all right. We're about halfway through. <coughs> I don't know what's going on with the cough. Wouldn't it be funny if I really had COVID? <laughs> uh, guess what? I won't find out. No. But uh, a little bit of a I, – I think I put on Twitter, girls and boys not playing well together up north mm-hmm. uh, last week. And um, – I think we intended to talk about it. I don't. Did we actually even mention it on the show last week? I don't think we did. I don't think we got to it. Uh, understandably so. But uh, Chicago Morgan Park is playing Chicago Kenwood. These are two basketball schools, at least as far as we know. Although I've seen Morgan Park 
play football down here against East St. Louis a couple of times. One year, I think they beat them. And so it's not like uh, football is lost up there. They're, they're very good. Uh, they're playing Chicago Kenwood. It's it's a rivalry game. They're also two of the better uh, teams uh, in that part of Chicago. It's you know, supposed to be a big game, a good game. Lots of yapping. Uh, and if I'm done with anything, uh, I'm done with the yapping. And we can talk about that in a minute. But uh, somewhere along the line at the end of the game, after the game is over, a parent... Our, the report I saw was a mom comes down out of the stands and starts attacking somebody from the other team. Well, and then cooler heads prevailed. Everybody went home and we were fine. So that's the story. Oh. Well, that's what would be nice if happened. But Correct. what really happened was a melee, a brawl. Um, one player left on a stretcher. Now, he's fine. He's Okay. But one player left on a stretcher. 19 players have been suspended for a game. We'll talk about that in a second. And five assistant coaches also have have been rung up on Mm -hmm. this deal. The video, there's not, I haven't seen any really clear video, but some of the video, it's it's as bad as you're ever going to see without gunfire. That's how out of control the fight was. And there were 20 fights individually going on on this field yeah um there's a player you can't see his number and maybe that's why it's not going further than that but there is a player stomping an opposing player now he's where the guy's got gear on he had his helmet on so i don't know how much damage he was doing but he's literally stomping the kid and yeah you can't see his number but don't tell me if you watch that enough times, the two uh, the two schools watch enough times, you figure out who that was. Correct. You could tell. Correct. Fortunately, now the 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 so apparently, you know, you have to answer to two gods when you are in that that league. It's the only league I know that gets that like has a press department and sends out information. I, I you don't see that from the Southwest Conference. No. Like, I've never seen a joint statement or a statement from officials in the Southwestern Conference because it's made up of the schools. But the CPS, which is Chicago Public School System, I guess has like a grand poobah, a chief pointy head, the pointy hat guy. And apparently they got involved and they have handed down a very harsh punishment of you are suspended for one game. The IHSA has also ruled, and they have slapped all these kids with a one-game suspension to run concurrently with the CPS suspension. <laughs> Does concurrent mean at the same time? Yes. All right. I wasn't sure. So I, I, brought, I wanted to bring up this example. I was thinking about this today as I was driving around. We had a, a scrimmage game. At a, I'm just going to say, so I don't have to be specific. Well, it's not going to matter. Yeah, at Dupo, when I was coaching there uh-huh. with, with Coach Mauser. And so the scrimmage game thing became started to become, I, I kind of learned that. At, at, they do, do it at a lot of schools now. But back then, we used to call it a soda or a Gatorade game. That was the, the admission was to bring a soda uh, or a Gatorade or something, and that would be iced up and shared with the team throughout the season and what have you. 
So uh, the one thing that um, a lot of schools do is they bring in regular officials and they have an officiating crew because for the officiating crew, it's a great opportunity to get your mechanics and yep. everything, knock some rust off. Right. Well, uh, at this particular one, uh, a, a player, a very good player for our, of ours got ejected from the game. Okay. And uh, it was for cursing. That was when Gary uttered, I think, my favorite line ever. <laughs> Cussing? This isn't soccer. We're not wearing short pants. <laughs> I loved it. It's the greatest quote. I want it on a t-shirt. I want oh, that line on a t-shirt. Lord. And, um, and I think the conversation, and I may be foggy in some of this, but the conversation is basically, thank God, this could this, if this happens in a regular season game, you're out the next game. Right. So for uttering the F word... And I don't remember if that's what the kids said. But if uttering the F word I apparently is just as bad as participating in a brawl. Yeah. Sorry. So here's my question. If a player loses their temper and starts yelling at an official or gets into it with another player, What's the difference between them yapping at each other, cursing and saying, hey, by the way, um, your mom does great work when she's on her back, (laughs) right? What's the difference between that and throwing a punch? Apparently nothing. So that, to me, boy, are we sending some really bad messaging here. At minute, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. So we've got five assistant coaches and 19 players that have been suspended for one game, you have to assume that those people are easily identifiable as aggressors. I would assume so. Right? All right. What's your punishment? Well, I'm probably going a little bit more to the extreme because if you're the IHSA, you have to be tired of this nonsense. And you have to start sending a message. Are they? Apparently not. But you have to start sending a message that we're we're tired of of seeing this, hearing about it, watching it, whatever whatever the case may be. And guess what? Season's over. We'll see you next fall. So in your eyes, so it was week five that mm-hmm. this happened, and you think you're gone for the season? Yeah, I'm talking both teams. No, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, talking about, I'm not even saying which team is which. I'm saying uh, for the 19 players and the – listen, to, to, to suspend five assistant coaches, they must have been involved. Right. Because the head coaches didn't get rung up. Right. Did the head coaches, when all this was happening, and I didn't watch it that closely, did the head coaches head for the hills? No. So they wouldn't be able to – come on. Right. But the point is, I, so I, I'm with you. I think your season is over. Those 19 players. And you say, well, oh, come on. It, they're, they're watching their teammates get beaten up by another. That's part of the problem. Right. That's what leads to these, these me- melees. Correct. Is standing up for my brother and all that. So I get it. And if you're, if, listen, if you're in the rainforest and you are uh, competing for food and another a uh, group of people comes after that food and you want to fight with them over that because it's survival, that's fine. This is high school football. This probably started over, do they still say dissing? 
do you diss people or is that a 90s thing? I don't know. I don't so know I'm not. guessing somebody dissed somebody's girlfriend. I, or push somebody. I don't know. Well, what I'm interested in is why this particular mother thought what was going on that she thought she had to come and hop the fence and, and she get She can't involved. be allowed at another Chicago no. Public League event. No. Period. You're out. See you. I don't care if you have 10 kids no. coming through the system. You're out. Tough. Again, you have to go to these extremes to get it stopped. You, yeah. you just because, because we've allowed the pendulum to swing so far now is that I'm sure if you, if you ask the coaches and the kids that got suspended – I'm sure the vast majority of them would say the penalty's too harsh. I promise you that. Well, of course. I promise you that. So the reality of it is that's the wrong mindset. And then I, of course it is. It made me even think more about, you know, if I'm running the show, I, I at minimum, let's say, okay, well, it's too strong to kick them out for the rest of the season. But why okay. is it? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying because it's so drastic from what's been happening. You know, there's this hand slap on the wrist thing has kind of been going on. Like you said, the pendulum swung the wrong way. So let's just say, at minimum, because you're the CPS, you're out. You're out for all CPS contests mm-hmm. at minimum. Yeah, which is still probably going to wipe out the rest of their season. They play a lot of. I think a lot of those teams only play. Like there's so many teams in a division that they that's who they play. Right. No, and conference. I think in some cases they don't even play everybody in their division. Right. But I. They have to go, and the parents have to be banned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and there doesn't seem to be outrage, except for trust, trust, and and I think our friends in Freeburg that do the Southwestern Illinois deal, yeah. they were pretty pissed. It's it's awful, and you're sending. I'm tired of saying that you're sending the wrong message because everybody's sick of hearing that. But that's exactly what you're doing here. You're telling these young people that what you did was wrong, sort of. You know, right. Kind of. Kind of not do that again, and, and if you can. What I, would, what I would ask as well, where are the individual schools in all this? Why aren't they taking center stage? And forget about what the CPL has to say yeah. or what the IHSA has to say. Hey, boys, we're going to handle this. And we'll be glad to tell you what we're going to do. And if you think you got to end on to that, that's fine. But the schools individually, Jim, should be taking front, front and center stage here and saying, you know, where's the superintendent? Where's the board of education? Where's the athletic director? Well, see, those have all been – that's all been answered. That's this CPS advisory board or whatever it is. I'm sure they told Kenwood and Morgan Park both. Nonsense. We'll take care of it. Nonsense. I, I'm sorry. If I'm if – I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it's, it's, Again, if I'm in a position of authority at one of those two schools, not on my watch. I'm going to tell you, we've got some really good relationships with some excellent coaches and administrators down this way. I just think that the punishment would be a lot worse by the individual schools down here. I don't think they, they would not care what the IHSA says. Um, we, we're taking our own action. And I think there are a lot of head coaches out there that are just going to say, this will not be tolerated. As Not this won't be tolerated for a week, right? As Are they you should, me? as they a should. Week. I, I I don't know. I don't know what you think because guess what? Behind closed doors, those players and those coaches are laughing. What's a homicide get you? Two games? Um, maybe. 
But behind closed doors, those players and coaches that got suspended for one game, they're laughing. Well, then now the, the, both teams are, had to miss games against 0 and 5 opponents. Or right. 0 and 4 and 0 and 5, whatever it was. Right. Uh, whatever. Um, the only hope we have is that at some point, I guess that leadership gets 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 a handle on this kind of crap. Here's here's the thing though. And and here's where people really aren't thinking this through. You've got like you said, we watched that video. Mm-hmm. You've got all these individual little group of of chaos, mm-hmm. you know, individual chaos it going was a mess. on. Yeah. It's a mess. And there aren't, you know, the officiating crew, there's not nearly enough of them to try to police this or stop it. But all it takes is one wrong punch, one wrong kick, one wrong something to really severely hurt someone. A kid or, left in a stretcher. Or worse. A kid left in, a, in an ambulance. Right. So, I mean, so let's start there. So, again, to your point, where... where do we have to go with this before we really take it? Because a one-game suspension isn't taking anything seriously. So where do we have to get to for there really be some teeth in the punishment that you're handing out? Well, part of the problem is if you suspend these kids, they're just going to leave. But but here's the thing. Right? Here's how you can correct that. The suspension follows you. Well, and, it, and maybe it would throughout a CPS, but what if they go out to the suburbs? Don't care. Yeah, I agree, but we don't do it that way. No, but they should. Again, if you really want to stop this, it's very simple. Should we go full old man and say, well, they're just learning it from watching it on TV? Because um, that is true. I, I listen. I said, I, I, I have a, well, this is a good segue. We'll do it this way. So one thing I can't stand is what I call parental appropriation. I'm making it's a new it's a new thing. Okay, parental appropriation. I want that as part of the dictionary added for 2022. <laughs> when a parent is raising a child, and even you know, um, I think unless your entire family attended a certain school, um, but let's just say a parent uh, raises a child and their child decides to go to a certain school. Maybe an SEC school, maybe a Big Ten school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that parent becomes a lifelong fan of that school. You see them tailgating and going to all this stuff, and it's all over the bumper stickers, all over their cars and stuff. I can't, that drives me bananas, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up right now, other than it just drives me nuts because I know exactly what you're doing. Having said that, uh, how great is Mississippi State Bulldog football? <laughs> Oh, all right. oh, there you go. Yeah. No, I got to thinking. I, I sat and I watched the whole game last yesterday, and that's pretty rare for me to sit through. Actually, a sporting event period that's not high school without losing some attention span. I, I've locked in on the whole thing, and uh, I got to thinking, and I wanted to tweet out when they, you know, beating Texas A&M is kind of a big deal. And I wanted to tweet that out, and I'm like, I'm exactly what I hate. <laughs> I'm doing exactly what I dis- what's disgusting. I, we, we named an episode what happens in Starkville doesn't necessarily stay in Stark, get what gets towed in Stark, whatever it was. What what a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. The diocese needs to give me a pointy hat. I'm pretty good at this. Uh, 
so yeah, I but I so I'm th- sitting here thinking as as I'm watching this, but as I'm watching the game, I started keeping track of behavior that made me cringe. And I think it takes less. I think it takes more to make me cringe, maybe even than you. I think you have even less tolerance for nonsense. But I, I I'm getting that way. If you get a first down now, there is a full-on celebration. Right. There's gestures and... Dances and the whole ball of wax. For a first down. Right. Something that really ought to happen 20 times a game, Ah. maybe. Um, They've got... and Listen, I'm I'm trying to be a faithful uh, uh, bulldog parent, but they've got a kid on the team, a wide receiver named Ducking. D-U-C-K... I-N-G. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of an odd name, whatever. He's very, very good. And apparently when he catches a touchdown, the guys help celebrate and they put their hands and they do a little penguin duck walk. Okay. Okay, because his name's Ducking, that's maybe his thing, whatever. I It doesn't make sense to me, but I'll let that slide. But then later in the game, a different, totally different dude catches a touchdown pass and they do it. I... If you sack somebody, or if you just make a good play, the amount of talking and nonsense, and it is there any team on the planet that doesn't do this? No. So how can we expect 17-year-old boys and girls to behave themselves when they literally have no... Role model is not the right word. Nothing to imitate other than bad behavior. I, I, I'm with you. Is, is it unfixable? Probably. Just because of what you said. Maybe we should change. I got an idea. Look, I'm all for I'm all for celebrating and getting fired up about a big play sure. or whatever. But the and and you know what's really funny and. And here's where Co- you want to start drawing a line at this stuff. What's really funny is when that that BS goes on, and you're down thirty-five to nothing. It happens all the time. And and you make a and you catch a pass and make a first down, or you make a tackle for a loss or whatever, and 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 you're down. You just five, tackle a JV kid, right? You're down five scores or whatever. And it's like, okay, guess what? We'll start there, and you're coming out of the game, and you're probably missing the next one too. I mean, so you, you gotta you gotta do something, but that's. That's really there the is ridic- nothing for these kids to emulate. No, there, there's that's the really ridiculous stuff. Well, if we're that frustrated, let's quit doing the show. Let's launch. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Chess podcast. Oh, hmm. A lot more interesting stuffs going on in the chess world right now than than in high school's football. Very possible. No, I'm telling you. Have you heard? No. Uh so Magnus von Magnuson or Magnus von Carlsen or Magnus von Steuben, whatever his name is, that's supposedly the greatest player in the history of the world. Yeah. Got beat by a four, uh, 16 or 17-year-old kid last week or a week ago. He accused the kid of cheating. <laughs> now, the reason he accused him of cheating is because apparently the kid's been caught before. Would you like to know his method? Yeah. Um, he has a device... That he wears, that I guess somebody else is watching a board and, and, and signaling him, and it vibrates to signal a certain number of pulses is what you're supposed to do. Because I guess a, a chessboard has like coordinates or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
way beyond my 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 ability. But um, it, it's uh, it, it, it's uh, it's a device that he wears, but you can't see it. So we're go we're going full blown Houston Astros here. Well, maybe even farther, because literally you cannot see this device on him if he were naked. Hmm. Do I need to go farther? No. That's dedication. It, it's it's literally a story. It's like in the New York Times. I think they covered in St. Louis too. <laughs> that that this dude is wearing some sort of beads that vibrate. <laughs> He's not wearing them. They're installed. <laughs> Let's just say they're installed. Oh, my goodness. So, to me, I'm looking at that this week, and I'm like, yeah, I guess we could talk about Highland. Or how about this one? Oh, my. So, I, I thought that was kind of funny. If you guys want to check that out. I think it's Magnus von Magnussen. Or, I think the same guy that is leading the best chess player in the world is also Strongman. Oh. Because they're all named Magnus von Magnussen, right. I think, yeah, over there. Right. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, hope you've enjoyed the show. We've had a, a good day. It was nice to have a lighthearted show tonight, except for the Chicago stuff. But we're never going to have anything up in Chicago that's good. So, uh, I mean, isn't that where Pritzker lives? Uh, yeah. Belly or where yeah. does he live? Well, he does he have a place in Florida? He should be in Springfield, but I don't think he's. Does he have a place in Florida? Hopefully, Fort Myers. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Right. I'm not sure. Although, if he's down there, the house would have been fine because. Mm-hmm. He would have anchored it down. Right. Um, all right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We're going to keep uh, cranking this out. I do want to sp- say a special thank you to a former uh, uh, to a guest we had on recently. Uh, I got a really kind of an unbelievable text from Connor Keeley this week. Uh, you know, he sat here and did that whole interview, and it was an awful lot of fun. But you know, he didn't even really know what all was going on because obviously I wasn't able to talk yet. So mm-hmm. he he had an opportunity to listen to the show and said, "Man, I'm just so sorry." And uh, kind of a similar message I've gotten to a lot of people. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Stay true to yourself, and, and you'll you'll sleep better at night. So uh, appreciate that. Sounds like that tournament was a huge thing because we talked about this, but we didn't put that show out. Right. So I want to make sure to get that thank you yeah. out there, um, amazing guy. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, a little more color around the playoff picture. If you know of some great performances out there that we're missing the boat on, please let us know. And uh, get out and support your local athlete. You've been listening to the 618 High School Huddle hosted by... Uh-huh.